Hello and welcome back to part two of the Build podcast with the fantastic Kieran Griffiths. We continue on where we left off from part one, discussing the 2005 live episode. That's coming up after the brilliant theme tune cover courtesy of Greasy MG. It's a cracking performance. You should be proud of it because it's suitable. Because you know nice you're worried if your dad's dead, and and it's That's brilliant it, yeah. when you when you do lose it. And, and be interested what your thought process was for Gary as a as a character, and where does Kieran finish, and where does Gary start? Because you're so natural playing him, and what I love about Gary is i and why he's still so popular. He's the everyman, isn't he? We all know yeah. Gary best. And yeah. the, the clues in the name, he always tries his best. Uh, but <laughs> you, you brought such a vulnerability to him and a likability. And with no disrespect to, to any brilliant actors out there, but I think in the, in the wrong hands, Gary might not have worked. Yeah, I think I was just very lucky, you know, that I, that I got that role and they sort of like, and the writers kind of like, I think once you sort of did a few episodes and they sort of were seeing how you... How you, how you did it, how you dropped it sort of thing. And then they'd sort of like kind of start writing a bit for you, you know, in that way that they'd be like, oh, you know, so I, was, I think I was just, I was like I say, I was just extremely lucky that I was like right place, right time, right part. You know, for me as well at the stage that I was at in my career, because he was starting off as a rookie cop. I was like a rookie actor, Do you know. So it was kind of like we were both kind of like, it was sort of like a parallel sort of journey, really. Do you know that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very lucky, yeah, and it was it wasn't hard to play somebody who who's from Manchester, who's like young, just moved down to London. You know, it was me, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you do that stunt yourself off the roof? Did it I? Looks act? Like... No, I'm scared of heights, mate. I've never, <laughs> I've never been on a roller coaster in my life. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. That's a fact as well. No way wow. would I do that. No. Wow. They got some. Yeah, they got a stunt double in for that. Yeah, and I think, uh, I think I can't remember how we did it. I think I dropped to the floor. Out a shot of the out of a shot of a different camera that was over watching the roof, and then as I dropped to the floor, that one became live, and then the stunt guy went over onto a load of cardboard boxes. He landed on a load of cardboard boxes. Um, then it cuts back to me. Oh yeah, so while he's falling, the makeup put like a load of blood in my mouth or whatever. Then he 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 does the fall. Camera cuts back to me for the last boom, impact, and then. Uh, Oh, it's seamlessly done. That's very clever. Sylvie Bowden directed that one. Yeah, that's right. She's really good. I mean, I don't think the um, it's something I'm trying to rectify with this podcast is giving the crew credit because yeah, they must have worked very hard on that show to produce the amount. I mean, it's one thing producing the amount of television you guys are making, but to maintain that standard and like you know you've got car chase every episode you've got explosions yeah yeah the, the crew in your experience before and after where did the crew on the bill rank oh way up, way up there yeah because it sounds proper cliche doesn't it we say like we were just like a family but we was because like the crew everybody it was always the same sort of crew it was always the same people it was always the same stunt guys coming in you know if there's a stunt or like a car chase like you said anything like that so everybody was like familiar and people used to hang out you know, there's we're all mixing. Like, I mean, I've been on some shows, and it's been like, you know, the crew's been very, it's been very like them and us. 
do you know that way but but this wasn't at all it was like we'd all we're all just going out together mixing and having a laugh and nobody took themselves too seriously do you know what i mean maybe bar one or two do you know what i mean but i won't say mention any names but you know <laughs> you know but it really was like you know everybody was just there and you know they were long hours six days a week sometime and everybody just everybody just got on with it you know it was a it was a nice nice vibe i was again i keep saying i'm lucky but i was very lucky that that was the crew that I started off with. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, but I've been on some jobs since then and it's been very cold, you know. How about the fame side? Because, you know, you're a young guy and presumably you start getting yeah. recognised, you're in this hit show. Yeah. Did you ever have any crazy encounters or did people mistake you for a real police officer? Like, any, any funny stories there? Yeah, I remember people start clocking you now and again in, like, maybe the supermarket or something like that. Or you could... There's a few people who were good at like phoning up, say like clubs or bars or something, you know, before and like uh, like some of the older ones, but they'd, they'd be able to like phone up and say, oh, can you get us in? Like it just always like, you know, you could it was it worked in good ways where you could get into places that you you never would be able to get into and stuff like that, yeah. Um, but most pe- most people were sound really, yeah. I never really had any bad experiences with it. Yeah, no, most people were sound. Yeah, it's weird though. I used to think, God, who's I remember at first thinking, what they look at? I get a bit paranoid. Do you know what I mean? Right. Think, yeah, thinking, what are they staring at? And they'd be like, oh, they might, they might notice you from that. Do you know what I mean? And they'd be like, oh, like, liked you in the bill there last week. I was watching you last night. And then you're like, oh, right, nice one, thank you. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, getting a bit worried there for a second, like. Yeah, because there's, there's no training for that, is there? Of you no. Know, having your anonymity taken away yeah you know. there's a lot to be said for having that as well i'd say you know yeah it's i, I don't know how some people do it like you know mega famous or like saying like a, a a big soap you know that's like i mean they can't go anywhere i don't think can they some people um and i think it affects people i mean some people love it do you know what i mean and other people don't like it you know i remember the guy who played my brother in um seamus nicky evans he, he he really doesn't like it you know he's you know, he's, he's very, he sort of keeps himself to himself, very private person, you know what I mean? Um, but me, me and him, because when Shameless was in its heyday, we'd be walking down the street and if you see like a group of lads, because it was the sort of show that it was as well, if we'd see like a group of lads coming towards us on this, that side of the street, we'd always cross over, you know, and be like, just in case, you know, because you, I don't know, you don't want to let people down either because they always think you're that character, don't they? And, right. and then they meet you and, they th- and you think, oh God, what a letdown. <laughs> well, well, Shameless was like an incredible reward for what must have been a brave decision. For I'm guessing it was your decision to move on from a bill and like to, to yeah. talk, talk us through that thought process. You know, you're 21 years old, you're in a hit show, regular yeah. cash coming in. That's a brave thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, but well, what happened was it was kind of I don't want to get heavy, <laughs> but uh, my mum died. Yeah, my mum oh. died when I was 20. So basically, what happened was my granddad was up in Manchester. Uh, that was my mum's dad. So I was like 20. I remember getting his phone call. It was in Clapham. And um, uh, my mum's partner at the time, he, he phoned me up and said, oh, your mum's collapsed, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, what should I do? Like, um, And he said, I think you should come home. And then I knew then. I was like, oh, my, dropped everything, bombed it back to Manchester. And she'd had an aneurysm. Do you know, like a massive stroke sort of thing, yeah. And um, and then that was it. She so she had about maybe like a day or two, and then yeah, gone. Um, so it was kind of like it wasn't really. Even though I decided to leave, it wasn't. I wasn't going. To, I was never planned to leave it. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of like. Um, but again, I suppose things happen for a reason because I did go on to 
you know, get some good roles where maybe if I'd have stayed in the bill, I wouldn't have got them. But that was why I left, because I thought I need to be back up up north with my granddad, really. Right. Do you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so, yeah, don't want to get heavy, but <laughs> that was right. That was what it was. But that's how it happened. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really want to leave. I didn't want to leave. I was having a great time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um but, you know, I had, to, I had some family duties. I thought that's what I should have done, so that's what I did. And then, um, But, you know, life went on and uh, got some of the roles, like you said, and it, it all worked out for the best, really. You know, it all worked out, you know, um, fine work-wise. Well, they gave Gary a, a hero's exit, didn't they? You know, he, he, yeah. uh, he would get getting gunned down. And, you know, I, I while I remember, that storyline of uh, a copper potentially losing the ability to walk, that was it, yeah. That had been around since 1987, and they'd, they'd never managed to use it. As I've been interviewing people, they wanted to use that for Ralph Brown when he left, but he wouldn't come back and do an episode unless he was paid the same as Eric Richards, so he didn't get round to doing it. They right. kept it open as an option for Nick Redding, um, but he didn't want to come back either. So that storyline of let's, let's toy with a, the possibility of one of the regulars losing the ability to walk... I like the fact that they eventually gave that storyline to you. You know, that's yeah. like something that had been there from the start. How would a copper deal with not being able to walk, you know, and especially someone as beloved as Gary. But a, a little bit of Sun Hill trivia there for you. But that, <laughs> Cheers, mate. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would have been, it would have been good if, the, uh, if, I, if I would have gone back at some stage. But obviously, um, you know, it's, they stopped making it, which I couldn't believe that, actually. Yeah, that was a big shock. But yeah, I'd have been up, I would have, I'd have been up for going back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd, have, I'd have done it definitely. Well, maybe we could do it now. You know? Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't they? You know what I mean? I think they should. Yeah, because when you when you work on Casualty and you see the, and that's a quality performance, by the way. As I was watching, it, I'm like, <laughs> nice, yeah. someone needs to like make a Jason Bourne series of you. <laughs> I think you'd be brilliant as that guy who's like having because I loved what they did when you were having your sort of flashbacks. And yeah, it's like tricky, moment. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like I thought, imagine that, with, like you know, either like Bore or Max Payne or something like that. You you need your own sort of action vehicle where you're like every now and then yeah. just go berserk, you know. And and I think yeah. that would be really good. But but the you know the quality that Casualties maintains, it's like why can't the bills still be there doing that as well you know um, yeah it's it's bonkers there's the demand from the fan base which i'm sure you're probably aware of but you know it'd be great if they got us all back together again to do fantastic? to do the bill that'd be so good i'd love it yeah uh, well so did you have your own leaving do when you left the bill because gary has his in the hospital i bed. did <laughs> i did i think i think it was a. Uh... I think it was Diane Parrish who might have organised it, or Sally Rogers maybe, was it? It was somebody. One of the women had organised it for me, and it was at some bar, and a rake of them came. Yeah, it was really good. And, uh, yeah, it was it was lovely, really. You know, looking back now, you think, I can't believe like, they all turned up. Do you know what I mean? For me, like, Aww. to come, come, and, come and say goodbye. Um, but, yeah, we did. We had a bit of a leaving, doing stuff. But, I mean, that, my, my head wasn't... It wasn't really... I wasn't in the best of places that that time, so I can't really remember. It was all a bit of a blur, do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but it was great. I do, I do like when you mention it now about a leaving do. I'd forgotten all about that, but then then you said it, I was like, oh yeah, I did have a leaving do. Um, yeah, some bar and everybody, a load of us came out. I'd have load of drink. It was good from what I remember. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I was well looked after on there, you know, big time. Well, quite rightly so, you know, you know <laughs> a jewel in their crown, I reckon, from my era, you know. I mean, does, does shameless now in your career, does shameless 
follow you around more than the bill? And is is that a good thing? Uh, uh, a bit of both, really. It's either the bill or Seamus that people say, oh, you know, I recognise you for oh, Was you in the bill? Or was you in Seamus? Yeah, but that, that, it'd be them. It'd, be, it'd be definitely be them too. Yeah, either or. Yeah, definitely, definitely them too. And now they're replaying the bill now. They um, are. Yeah, Gary's back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, you know. Like some sometimes people send me pictures of like, is it UK Gold something? One yeah, of the channels, right. isn't it? That it's yeah. And every now and again, like my sister, sometimes she'll send me a picture of it when she's watching it. Do you know what I mean? I'll come up. She's like, look how young you look on that. Do you know what I mean? And then I look at look at it, I think, oh man, I'd give anything to be that age again, doing it all again, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not a mark on my face, no lines, no no crinkles, wrinkles, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have a favourite role of the roles you've played? Would it be Mickey or would like or is there like Again, again, probably one of them two. One of the two, yeah, Gary, but I had a great time on that. They were different though, different roles. But was a part, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but Mickey was great fun as well. Yeah, it, it's weird because at the time when you're doing it, you don't really realise how good a time you're having doing it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, even though you're having a good time, but when I look back now, I think, wow, they were probably like, as it stands, the best moments of my career, really. Do you know what I mean? When you, I think oh, I'd give anything to be able to start it all again and do it all again. So what's what's the um unfulfilled ambition what's the dream project what would you love to get your teeth into oh after you've Ooh. got your teeth into being a dad for the first time that's yeah a, that's mate a, yeah well that's the it's a big one isn't it yeah. yeah no messing around yeah um i'm nervous about that to be honest with you i mean in a good way do you know what i mean i'm just like well god what? i'm scared of holding babies anyway you know when people pass you a baby and you're just like oh my god and you're like oh, dead awkward with it um, but no, yeah, so, so yeah, being a dad, but um, I can't wait for that. I'm over the moon. And uh, my, my partner's, like, lovely. So uh, I couldn't have asked for a better better Christmas present anyway because I only found out a couple of days after Christmas. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's amazing. Um, sorry, I went off on one. Um, I was getting all soppy, no, wasn't I? Yeah, no, <laughs> what, what would I like to do? Was it the dream job? Um, I'd love to do something... I'd like to be like in an Irish rebel sort of uh, uh, oh, wow. uh, 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 thing, yeah. Because like all my mum's side are Irish, but dad's Welsh with Irish as well. So you know something like that. You know I'm pure Celt, like so something something like that would suit me. You know I love all. I'm mad into my history. Do you know what I mean? So something like that, I think. Yeah, maybe maybe even a play, a play of it. In fact, a mate of mine, a mate of mine sent me a script um, the other day related to that and i read it um because obviously we can't really go out with this virus thing so i've just been reading loads like reading plays reading uh books uh, and then my mate sent me the script he said to me do you mind if i send you the script and that was all about the easter rising and all this that he'd wrote it's only like a, a sort of short version of it and i read it and i was just like oh mate you need to get this on please let me be in it do you know what i mean like yeah something to do with that i think just because it's like in my roots do you know what i mean something like that yeah I would say, but maybe, maybe, maybe not even a film or, or, or TV. Maybe like a stage version of it would be powerful. Yeah, we should maybe, uh, maybe do something on uh, on audio. You know, everyone's. I've seen all these pictures on Twitter, like radio presenters doing it behind mattresses and stuff in the house and doing their yeah, shows. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, it's good. I think it's been. You know, I mean, it's not good, obviously, but I mean, like a lot of people seem to be getting creative and productive. You know, with all this sort of isolation and stuff like that. I mean, I've never read so much. 
in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm really getting back into reading, which is which has been good for me because I really needed to get back into reading. You know, it's just how I go through phase. I used to love reading. I kind of went off the boil for a bit, but it just takes like one good little piece of literature and blam, then you're back into it, aren't you? You know, you're yeah. like, yeah. Now I'm like, I'm into reading again, and I'm like, yes, this is what I've been a little bit that I've been lacking, you know, slacking on a bit, do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I took a book out into the garden yesterday and thought, yeah. oh, when was the last time I did this? It's it's healthy, isn't it, to exactly. just yeah, yeah. stop and, and, and do less online. I think that's the thing I'm... That's the other thing, isn't it, yeah. But do, you, well, do you know, like, because, I mean, out, out here in Australia, there's a big, like, more of an outdoor culture, I'd say, so... I've got into this like routine now with us being on lockdown. Yeah, I mean you're allowed out to do some exercise. Mm. So as soon as I wake up in the morning, rather than like lying in bed looking at my phone, I'm getting up, having a coffee, black coffee, and then going out for a run first thing in the morning. It's sorting my head right out, you know. And then I come back and I've been like making food with my girlfriend, like we're a good little team in the kitchen, you know, just making stuff and uh, as I said, reading and I've stopped drinking. You know, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to sort of abstain for a bit while while I'm waiting for the baby. I'm just going to see how long I can do, do you know, because the thing is with me, like, I'm, I'm a very addictive personality. So if you if you get me in a pub, it's very hard to get me out of one. Do you know what I mean? So now I'm out of one. So now I'm out of one. I'm I'm, I'm trying to stay out of it. I'm, I keep saying to her, "Will I go and get a bottle of wine from the shop?" She's like, "No, no, you're not doing it." So I'm like, "Okay, I'm not doing it." So yeah, I mean, it's it's been good for me in that way. I'm getting this is like my detox. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to try and keep it going now. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, because the thing is with me as well, there's not really much balance. So if I'm doing one, if I'm drinking, I'm drinking. If I'm if I'm not drinking, I'm I'm trading. I'm eating well and this and that. So I'm just going to try and stay lean towards this side. Do you know what I mean? It's doing me good anyway. Yeah, it's good for your good for your head as well. Like you know, you can't think straight. Like if you're hungover all the time, with a baby on the way as well, I'm like, pff, there's no way I can be like hungover. You know, because there's no off switch there, is there? Oh. Have you have you have you played a dad yet? Yeah. Where did I play a dad? No, it's funny you said that because what oh what was it? There was a job that I just did not too long ago. It was last year. The Bay. The Bay. It was the Bay. Yeah, and I, I played the biological dad of these uh, these twins, and uh, that was a re- that was actually like it hit me that because I was thinking, oh my god, I'm I'm at that sort of stage now where I'm not the youngster, I'm not the the young scallywagger, do you know what I mean? I'm actually, I'm turning that corner now where I'm, play, I'm playing dad roles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've got no experience of being a dad. I was like, oh, mate, Kieran, you, you're old, mate. You're old. You're over the hill. This is it, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was weird, though, yeah. But, yeah, that really, that was a moment of realisation. I was like, this is it now. Yeah. That, that was the first one, yeah. Yeah. Cold feet gave a little nod back to your curry, didn't you? You were trying to hold up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. a little. That was a little throw. Do you still have to audition for stuff? Because yeah. I'm all, which I think is bonkers. Like if if I was like casting, or yeah. if I was casting, everyone in my shows would be from the bill. That's the only snag. But, <laughs> but nothing wrong with that. But like no. I, I'd like surely I find it extraordinary that someone like yourself still has to go through that process. Whereas, like, as opposed no. to like, let's just get Kieran Griffiths, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, like, some sometimes, like, I didn't audition for Casualty. I didn't audition for um, the Mill. Um, you know, like certain things I, I've not done, which has been very lucky again. Like, you know, people who I've worked with, like, the, the Mill was a producer off the Bill, actually, Caroline Lever, and she got me in for that. Um, 
but yeah, a lot of the time it's, it's just the same old turn up, get the, get your agent or phone, you send you the script, learn the script, go to the audition, you know, bear your soul, maybe not hear back. <laughs> yeah, it's awful really, like, you know, sometimes like you just think, why am I doing this? A lot of rejection, like, you know what I mean? But you have to just be thick skinned. That's the other thing, like, I used to be so nervous going to auditions, and now I've kind of like, I'm over that now. I'm just kind of like, okay, I'll go in, do my best. If they don't want it, fair enough, do you know what I mean? And, you know, they'll get a, a, someone who's more suited to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, uh, it used to really, I used to get so nervous doing auditions. It used to like, be like, nearly, like, I had panic attacks outside the room, do you know what I mean? It's like, wow. ridiculous, like, yeah. But that's a lot to do with where your head's at as well. You know, if you keep putting loads of pressure on yourself, that's like, you have to remember why you do it, don't you? And you're like, I, I got into acting because I enjoy it. So what, why are you taking all the enjoyment out of it for yourself? Do you know what I mean? Just go and enjoy it. Go and enjoy this. You know what I mean, if they don't like it, so what? Do you know what I mean? You tried your best. All you can do is your best, innit? You know what I mean? Uh, 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 Brian Cranston, he, he tweeted a little message to say, if you're going to an audition, you're not going for a job. You're going to show them what you can do. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to remember that one. <laughs> Present you, and this is me doing what I do. It's either right or it's not right. But, yeah, you know, I suppose it's taking the pressure off the, the financial need, isn't it, of I need to get yeah. this because I need to pay that bill or whatever, you know. So, yeah. 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 I've also, I've helped people like cast, I've helped people like cast as well, like, you know, for like plays and stuff in the past. So I've been on the other side where people have come in and like, say three or four people have done, gone in for like the same role and, uh, or like a rake of people have gone in and like three or four of them, you just can't pick between them. Do you know what I mean? And it's not that they didn't, you didn't enjoy the performance. It's just a case of like, oh, you just kind of, which one do you think suits it more? And then you cast the other people and you have to like, who goes better with them and who goes, you know, who fits in right with them. Yeah. and. So, yeah, that, that kind of opened my eyes a bit. I suppose that kind of made me relax a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I am so grateful for your time joining me from mate. the other side of the planet. And... Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, mate, honestly, thanks for getting me on, yeah. Oh, so, thank you. Thank you for making yeah. time. Yeah, it's been good chatting to you. I feel like I've known you ages. I feel like I've met yeah, you before. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? likewise. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think it's that's like why... having a chat with me, mate. Oh, bless you. Well, hopefully <laughs> one day. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll yeah, I'll buy you a Guinness one day. Oh, I'll buy it for you. Blimey. Yeah. Well, we'll, have, we'll have a few. We'll take it turns. You're not wrong, mate. Yeah, you know what happened then. There'll be more stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, be it on my, your conscience, uh, not mine. <laughs> my very, very best to your girlfriend with safe delivery ah, of you. your... Do, do you know what you're having yet or is it a surprise? No. No, we find, well, we've got, uh, I think we've got another scan in a couple of weeks. So then we're going to find out. I wasn't too fussed. Like, I'm not fussed what we have, um, but my girlfriend wants to find out. So, and if she finds out, I'm too nosy. So I'll have to find out if she knows what it is. There's no way I'm not going to be asking, you know. So, yeah. Right. But thank you. Thanks a million, mate. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. This is our, our, we don't have a child, but he's like our little baby, Rocco. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's nine. He, he, he keeps us, uh, he keeps us entertained. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a good lad. Brilliant. Well, all thank right, you. Ollie, I nice really one, enjoyed chatting with you and all the very best for the future and stay safe, stay well. Yeah. And, and you, um, mate. And you, pal. And, just to finish, what's your message to fans of the bill, to fans of Gary Best who are still tuning in on UK TV, seeing you in action? Uh, what's your message to fans of the bill? Thanks a million for your support. And uh, I'm so buzzing that you're all still getting enjoyment out of it. 
let's start a petition up to bring back the bill. That's my Damn message. Right. Bring it. Yeah. Bring back the bill. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top man. Listen, look after yourself, Ali. Lots you of love, too. mate. Take care. And to you, mate. Take you, care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. My huge thanks to Kieran Griffiths for joining me for that wonderful chat and celebrating uh, his life and career. What a lovely man. And uh, my huge thanks also to his partner, Matea, for very kindly recording the audio. So you guys got to hear that interview in the best possible quality. So my huge thanks to Matea. My huge thanks to all of you listening to this as well. It's a strange time, an uncertain time, and I'd like to personally send you all my very best wishes. Stay home, stay safe, and keep watching the bill. Bye for now. Hello, this is Ben Payton, and you have been listening to The Bill Podcast. Produced and presented by Oliver Crocker. Co-produced by James Ledane, Alex Mockler, and Tasha Paul. Executive produced by Simon Banstead, Joseph Beaver, Chris Booth, Daniel Christopher, Andrew Dyack, Paul Dunn, George Fairbrother, Luke Hegarty, Benjamin Hughes, Edward Kellett, Jen Morris, Stuart Morris, Justin Pitt, Tom Sherrington, Patrick Stratford and Sarah Went. The Bill Podcast is brought to you in association with author George Fairbrother and Misty Moon Events. You can find out more about both by visiting georgefairbrother.com and mistymoonfilmsociety.com. Oh, and if you like films and you would like to read my reviews, please visit foryourfilmsonly.com.